Hi everyone and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin and I hope you didn't miss me too much when I was gone. The vacation was much needed. Much needed. It wasn't even a full two weeks, but it's, it's a long time, but it still felt like too short. But life seems to be getting back to normal to an extent. So hopefully we won't have to be wearing masks too much longer because they're really ruining my vibe. But I noticed a habit I've picked up from walking around with a mask. Basically, when I'm listening to music, which is all I do when I walk, you'll never see me walking without headphones in. You'll never see me walk without listening to music. But I've realized that I'm singing and moving my lips under my mask while walking, listening to music. Like, not singing out loud, just mouthing the words as I walk. But then I realized that I'll need to stop this habit once we won't wear masks anymore because people don't need to see me moving my lips as if I'm a crazy person talking to myself. And then I thought, how many strange little habits have we all picked up from the last year? How many habits have we picked up because of the masks and the quarantine? I know I've picked up quite a few strange habits. This past year has been so life-changing for the good and for the bad. And it's affecting every single one of us. No one was exempt. No one was untouchable. And as I've mentioned in the past, I don't believe that concept that misery loves company. I don't feel better knowing other people feel shitty too. But at the same time, no one didn't feel the impact of this past year. It is a year that everyone will carry with them forever. It's a year that truly impacted our lives. And I don't know if everyone in their lifetime can say that. They can say that something happened that changed the entire world and they were part of it. The same thing changed all of us in very different ways. I don't know. I guess I haven't fully flushed out this thought yet, but I still think that's pretty cool to be a part of as much as Corona and the pandemic sucks. Kind of like, as High School Musical says, we're all in this together. I don't know. I just thought that was cool. And as an aside, I have to share this with you guys because I saw a meme that said, who decided to call it emotional baggage and not a grief case? And honestly, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't come up with that. And it's genius. So whenever I see something genius, you know I have to share it with the pod. Really, why did I not come up with that? It's also like, why didn't I come up with post-it notes? I could be a millionaire right now. It's always these little cute or useful things that someone comes up with and it's not you. And then you're like, oh, I could be the genius millionaire, but I'm not. I'm 30 and I live in a studio apartment. I love my studio, not hating on it, but just saying I could be 30 and being in a mansion, you know? Not that I want to be living in a mansion, because that's a lot of cleaning and upkeep. But I guess if I lived in a mansion, I'd be able to afford help and a housekeeper and cleaning lady. So it really wouldn't matter. But again, as always, I digress. Point is, really, emotional baggage. We all got grief case. So I'm going to call it grief case from now on. So I know I was gone for two weeks. But really, who doesn't love a good cliffhanger and some suspense? So I don't know who may know this because I haven't publicly announced it on the pod yet, but I'm moving to Florida at the beginning of the summer, aka the end of June, because yes, the end of June is when summer starts. 
takes me back to, I don't understand why official season dates are well into the change of season and weather. But I digress, not the point. My point is, this is happening. I'm moving. I really, really never thought I would say that. I didn't think I'd leave the tri-state area. I have been in New York for almost 11 years. It'll be 11 years in August. And New York has been my home for so long. I moved here as 19. Seriously, a baby. I became a person here. I grew into myself here. I found myself here. I became a proper adult. Well, I'm certainly like three-fourths an adult, but you get the idea. I've done some really awesome things here. I've done some really fucked up things here. I've had highs. I've had lows. I've laughed and cried in public. You're really not a real New Yorker until you cry in public. Double points if it's on the subway. Yes, I've done that. Hasn't everybody? Again, not the point. I've dated every fuckboy that came my way because obviously I was the girl who was going to change them. Spoiler alert, you cannot change anyone ever, so stop trying. I've lived in seven different apartments. Yup, seven moves. And the moving never got easier. Moving apartments and packing up all the things you've accumulated over the years is a lot to say the least. And to be honest, I really never thought I'd be moving out of New York. I just didn't. I moved here so young and fell in love with New York. I fell in love with New York's dollar pizza at 2 a.m. I fell in love with dancing in a crowded bar with your friends. I fell in love with New York at Christmas time. I fell in love with New York singers in the subway on the platform, not on the actual subway cars, just to clarify. I fell in love with Central Park. I fell in love with cute brunch spots. I fell in love with it all. I could go on and on and on about all the things I fell in love with here. But you already know that. You already know that I loved being a 20-something, living her life in New York. You know that I loved carrying my dry cleaning because it made me feel like a real New Yorker. You know that when someone on the subway or on the street asked me for directions, I loved it because it made me feel like a real New Yorker. And I'm not going to lie. I hate change. This move is definitely scary. I'm definitely nervous, but I'm also really excited. I'm excited for a new adventure. I'm excited to live closer to my boyfriend. I'm excited to be able to smell the beach. I'm excited to find a new job. I'm excited to find a new favorite pizza place. And really, I'm just excited to make new memories in a new place. So we are about a two-month countdown till the move. Little, little more. Um, So I hope you enjoy hearing all my moving shenanigans and soon I'll be recording the pod from a new bathroom floor. But in the meantime, I need to go to every New York City spot I've always been wanting to go to but been pushing it off. I need to do all those final touristy things that I'm sure I don't know what those are. Yeah, I'm pretty positively sure that I don't know what those are yet. But It will be a very busy few months. So if you have any recommendations, let me know because Cheryl's Leaving New York tour is in full swing. I have a small confession. Some of you may know this, but 
I'm a major hothead. I get very worked up very easily. I like to pretend I'm all, you know, calm, cool, and collected, but I'm not. Like, I'm really, really not. And to those of you who know me personally, you may be like, yes, Cheryl, we know this. You do not hide it well. But I try to. I try to not let things bother me. I try to do the right thing. I try to say and do the right thing. I try to, you know, let things roll off my back. But I'm human and I fuck up. I fuck up a lot. And as I always say, we're meant to fuck up. It's the way God made us. We're human. We're meant to be human. We're meant to make mistakes. We're meant to be given a chance to make our mistakes better and to say sorry and all that jazz. And when I believe this is all true, because I've been saying it and thinking it forever, I also think we are meant to admit when we're wrong. We're meant to apologize. We are meant to own up to our mistakes. So obviously none of you know what I'm talking about. But I know I fucked something up this week and I'm really sorry for it. I was super out of line. And yeah, this may seem like an out of character thing to say on the pod. But I was really out of line to one of my biggest supporters and I'm really sorry for it. And I'm sharing this because, you know, I try to keep it real. The pod is kind of like if I had a diary, it's just me talking it out loud. So I'm here to own my truth. So if you hurt someone's feelings or said the wrong thing or were out of line, own up to it. We are human. It happens. But we can be adults and admit when we're wrong. If I can do it, you can do it. We can do it together because you and me together, that's what this pod is. And I know it's hard and scary, but you got this. So stop pretending you're some saint that doesn't fuck up and accept the fact that you're a dumpster fire. The year is a dumpster fire and you're a dumpster fire. And the sooner you accept that and admit that, the better you'll feel. Trust me. The other day I went for a manicure and I realized where my anxiety of thinking everyone's always talking about me behind my back is. Um, I realized it started at the nail salon at a young age. Now, getting a mani-pedi is one of my favorite things. It's my true form of self-care. And wherever you go, I have a specific place that I like to go to, but wherever you go, the ladies are so nice and so sweet. But they're talking about you in a language you don't understand or know, and you make believe they're not talking about you, but most likely they are. Um, They just are. And it reminds me of my, well, not my favorite, but one of my favorite comedians. Her name's Angela Johnson. I found her in high school. Uh, She used to be on Mad TV. She's Bonquiqui. But she has a routine about the nail salon. If you haven't seen it, Google it. Nail salon Angela Johnson. You won't be sorry. Not going to pretend that I don't know every single word by heart. And if you get me in a good mood or drunk, I will probably recite the entire thing for you. But not the point. The point is, I think that's where all my anxiety stems from. And from running from buses in Israel when the mean Israeli bus driver shut the door in your face. Um, Yeah, that's where my anxiety of like being nervous and thinking people are talking about me comes from. And yes, I'm not self-absorbed. I understand no one really gives a shit and no one's talking about me. I'm aware. Um, But it doesn't mean that I don't feel it. 
because I'm human and you're human and we think these things sometimes. But yeah, it definitely stems from going to the nail salon and not knowing what people are saying and probably telling you that you have ugly toes. Well, not telling you, telling the woman next to you that you have ugly toes or that like your feet smell or your hands are dry. I don't know, something. They're probably not talking about you. They probably are. I really don't know. But I think that's where, you know, some of those insecurities may stem from. Not sure. Can't say for sure. But I think so. I don't know. Just thought I'd share that with all of you. Probably not talking about me. But then again, they probably are. It's your I will never get over that theme song, Nothing Like a Good Share Explain. Um, when I came across this sh- this definition, it made me laugh because of corona and the pandemic and how much our lives are changed. This is so outdated, which is crazy to think that a year ago this time it wasn't outdated and now it is. I don't think we'll ever get back to having this ever. So I just wanted to preface with that. But it just made me laugh how much the world has changed Um, I will tell you what it is and then I will explain why I find it so outdated. If you don't know what Shareasplain is or you forgot, it's when I give you a definition I found on the internet, usually a dating term. I give you the definition I find, I give you my definition, an example if I have one, and we're all just learning all about these dating terms together. So here we go. This week's Shareasplain is lining. Lining is the most modern way to proposition someone, perhaps ever. On the popular taxi app, Lyft, there's an option to split the ride with the stranger. It's called Lyft Line. On Uber, it's called Pool. When this option is selected, the app asks you if the ride is just for you or if you're bringing a friend. See where this is going? If you want to invite someone you've been chatting with back to your place but are feeling shy, all you have to do is show him or her this option screen. He can tap on his choice with minimum awkwardness. If he opts not to get in your cab, look on the bright side. You've saved a bit of money. I just find this hysterical. This is never how I would ask someone or want to be asked to go home with them. Like, just be aggressive. Tell me I'm coming in your Uber. Also, like, if you're trying to, like, wine and dine me, or that's not the right, I mean, woo me, I guess. Spring for a full Lyft or Uber. Don't make me share a ride. But the funny part is, is that because of Corona, I don't think Lyft Line or Uber Pool is ever coming back. Or if it is, it's not going to come back for many years. I don't think strangers are going to feel comfortable getting into a car together. And yes, people are going back, you know, to buses and to subways, but those are more spaced out. I don't think anybody would feel comfortable being in a car that's picking up strangers and you're driving together anymore. Even with masks on, masks on, sorry guys, sometimes my words get a little slurred together even when I'm not drunk but I don't think anyone will ever feel comfortable doing this again if not for a long time so when I came across this term I just found it so funny because it seems really outdated and it's crazy how much can change in a year it's just crazy I personally don't think Lyft Line or Uber Pool is coming back ever if not for a very long time but either way this is not how I would want to be wooed if you want to take me home 
spring for the full lift or the full Uber. Don't make me share it with strangers. Nothing says romantic about some drunk person being in your Uber with you. Wow, that's really, you know, all the bells and whistles. No, hard pass. I'd be like, um, no, sorry. Actually, I wouldn't say I'm no sorry because I'm not that bold. I probably would just be really awkward and feel uncomfortable in the Uber pool. I don't know. I think it's dated. That's just my opinion. Um, But I came across it and I thought it was really funny. So as always, had to share. But as always, drink your coffee, mind your own business, wash your fucking hands, do your squats, and as always, stay far, far away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin. This is Zero Correlation coming to you as always from my bathroom floor. Well, not as always because in two months, it'll be a new bathroom floor, but you know, a bathroom floor because that's where all the magic happens. But thanks for listening and can't wait for you to tune in next week.